Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. So I'm sat here by the water of the bay down below my home and it's a lovely day here at the marina with a lot of boats around me. Just a strong vibe of summer. And uh, I've had a couple of experiences this week that really surprised me. One of the things that I really appreciate about this new format that I've started with just one podcast per week is that I have real good time to dive into innovation, to come up with new material and to make new observations about the goings-on in the world that are new to me and to you. And for me, it's just fresh and exciting to be taking you into these new territories. Because when I was doing one episode per week, I was really regurgitating a lot of old wisdom, a lot of old knowledge. And uh, this week, with these experiences that I had, I really came to reflect upon very new ideas. And uh, I'm going to take you into them today. So briefly, what happened, at least one of these experiences, was me asking some questions and sharing some facts with a man that I consider to be smart. I respect him. And um, based on that, he um, he couldn't deal with what I shared. I was just like super surprised. And based on, and based on the data that I shared, which was factual, but it was heterodox data. That is to say, you know, not the, the mainstream kind of data that is so often corrupted these days. I, I shared the actual data that's coming out about the lab leak theory and he was like it just completely closed down and I basically got lumped into the QAnon box as a result and I was I was flabbergasted by this experience I'm someone who has been speaking out on conspiracy theories for a long time I have studied them I have exposed their dynamic in several videos and articles and here I was, based on having a slightly heterodox opinion, I was slumped into the QAnon box. And and it shocked me that somebody as smart as him could make such a lazy uh, conclusion. And from that, I really, I, I really started spinning on like, what is what is going on in the world that people are are such lazy thinkers? and are so deeply misguided in their thinking. And uh, and I just came to realize that we do live in exceedingly complicated times, and most of us simply don't have the bandwidth to do the requisite research to navigate the world as it presents itself to us right now. It's just complete and utter uh, mindfuck. And in this territory of confusion, a lot of conspiracy theories are emerging. And interestingly, um, I have found that there are 
three types of conspiracy theorists. And I'm going to take you into this territory of these three different types today. And all of this emerged as an inquiry after being perceived as being QAnon, which to me was so insane that it really shook me. Oh, wow, so many fish down below that are jumping and being joyful. So anyway, welcome. Uh, we'll dive into this territory, the three types of conspiracy theories. So the way we're going to do this is that first we will go through the three types of conspiracy theorists as I have myself conceptualized them over the last couple of weeks. So the first one is what I call the fringe. These people are often connected to fringe or new age belief systems that have little loyalty to reality really. And due to their attraction to very ungrounded and unsubstantiated belief systems, I've noticed that they can suffer from poor psychological regulation, which in turn can lead them to being flooded by their collective unconscious. And as this happens, they will typically inflate and become grandiose. So now they start to see themselves in some way as a bit special, a bit more than other people. So then their inflation will now in turn lead them to pursue conspiracies and hidden forces pretty much everywhere. As they have submerged themselves in this symbolic consciousness of the collective unconscious that they've been flooded by. And, and, and this symbolic consciousness is characterized by a tendency of looking at everything through a symbolic lens, never really taking anything at face value. So anything, anything that I see has some kind of deeper meaning. And so when you start seeing pictures on Facebook with people that have like circled a lot of words and maybe highlighted the first letter of some words and together those words form another word that is somehow a hypnotic induction cue from the Illuminati or something like that. And it's like, here's the evidence. Can't you see what's in plain view? You know, you know that person is from the fringe. So... It is this capacity to ignore what is plain obvious that helps them, quote-unquote, turn the Earth flat and the Moon into a hollow spaceship. <laughs> and, and people of the fringe, basically, they will always pursue a hidden reality. Examples of the fringe could be QAnon or flat earthers. And so now we're going to go to one type of conspiracy theorist that may surprise you. This is what I call the cult of the mainstream. And if you don't quite understand what that is, then go to the Reclaim Inner Throne blog on inner-throne.com and you will find a blog called Leaving the Cult of the Mainstream and that will give you clear descriptions and parameters for what makes this mainstream a cult. So let's be clear that not everyone who's in the mainstream are part of the cult of the mainstream, but a lot of them are. So these people are the large subset of the mainstream that accepts scientism as their master, which is a kind of perversion of science that doesn't actually need genuine science to back it up as long as, well, it sounds authoritative. 
So they they tend to take their sense making from the same kind of systems that in the middle of the 20th century taught us that tobacco was good for our lungs. And in the 1970s told us sugar was a healthy nutritional supplement. And in, in 2020 last year told us that the COVID-19 lab leak was a fringe right-wing conspiracy theory. For the cult of the mainstream, this, this scientism has really replaced God and outlandish propaganda narratives that are just permeated through partisan corporate media. The, these narratives are gospel to them, as long as they are propagated by someone with the right title to their name. And this really unfounded and unquestioned trust in so-called authority makes them suggestible to mind control. And they are easily seduced by hypnotic triggers such as science has shown. That's a big one. If, if you see a, a, an article using those words, science has shown, you know that you're in the middle of a spell. They're trying to control your mind. This is a hypnotic induction trigger. It really is. It may sound crazy, but it really is. Honest journalists don't use those words because they're just deceptive words. You actually show the actual science. You don't just randomly put some abstract science has shown that you don't need to back up with anything. So the cult of the mainstream members of this cult, they, they don't do much research. And if they do, they pursue sources that basically spare them of cognitive dissonance and discomfort. And funnily enough, despite this, they will see themselves as rational and critical thinkers. Examples of people in the cult of the mainstream are basically the mainstream media and those who religiously follow it and believe that everything that they hear there is true. So, now, I'm going to give you a surprising one. This last group is what I call the vanguard. These people I consider a rare breed in that they genuinely pursue truth. They genuinely pursue truth. And one of their tasks, which they take on as a matter of duty, is hunting for conspiracy theories in the cult of the mainstream. And in my estimation, they may or may not have taken on this task consciously as it seems that the calling to pursue truth is one that often comes to them from a transcendent source. Often people in the vanguard will actually experience that God or the universe or whatever starts to speak to them again. And the vanguard utilizes rarefied critical thinking skills, what I call network intelligence, which is that you have several people operating as nodes in a collective intelligence. And they cross-reference sources in a non-partisan, non-ideological way. So yeah, truth is the master of the vanguard. And they have rejected the god of scientism. The vanguard pursues truth in a genuine way. And often, and this is important, they often pursue truth at the risk of their own personal comfort. Now, neither members of the fringe nor members of the cult of the mainstream actually do it at the potential risk of their personal comfort. They are doing it in order to feed their identity. The vanguard isn't engaged in that. 
They show little loyalty to normative sense-making narratives, for they have really eyes to see the substrate of such narratives. They recognize that they have a frequently deceptive nature. And the cool thing about these people is that when they're proven wrong, they will gracefully change their minds because they are always more eager to align with truth than they are to artificially keep their identity structures intact. And this is a rare capacity in this world. The Vanguard is not actually genuinely a group of conspiracy theorists, but they are considered as such by the cult of the mainstream, who cannot differentiate it from members of the fringe. Some examples of the Vanguard include independent journalists like, like Glenn Greenwald, Matt Haibi, Crystal and Sagar in The Breaking Point, thinkers like Eric Weinstein, Brett Weinstein and Heather Hying, parts of the integral movement when it's at its best, certain teachers in the personal growth space, and yeah, many other names that I could mention. So those are the three types of conspiracy theorists, and after the break, we're going to explore how these people tend to relate to one another, how you can know if you belong in either of these groups, and what you have to do to join the vanguard. So I'll see you in a moment. As a listener to the Walking with the Archetypes podcast, you are part of a growing minority of men who want to reclaim their personal power. You want to know why the world is still burning and why you keep experiencing the same problems over and over again. Most of all, you want to be free to live the life that you were born to live. Yet the reality is that we men are struggling with hearts full of shame and minds full of lies. Yes, we all lie, and so do you. Our lives become days of quiet desperation. And what is the way out? Facing our demons and the truth of who we are. To help you do that, I have created the ultimate intro to Masculine Archetypes Training, a powerful six-week immersion into the themes of this podcast. And men are constantly raving to me about their breakthroughs after having gone through it. When you are ready to take the next step and give yourself this powerful experience, go to innerthroneacademy.com UIMA and use the discount code PODCAST for 10% off. And now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm eager now to explore with you how these three groups actually relate to one another because this is where it's going to start being really tangible for you. So what I see is that members of the fringe have little association with the cult of the mainstream who they basically see as lost, like sheep stuck in the matrix, potentially evil. But people in the fringe may feel affinity with the vanguard, though they may judge them for not being sufficiently red-pilled or basically for being too normal. Folks in the cult of the mainstream, however, easily dismiss these fringe people as dangerous tinfoilers. But when faced with the vanguard, they start to struggle with cognitive dissonance 
because the vanguard is a mystery to the cult of the mainstream, as it's typically filled of people who they actually respect and love. But see, the members of the cult of the mainstream may eventually choose to reject members of the vanguard, as failing to do so creates intolerable cognitive dissonance in their respective worldviews. This choice will likely have long-term detrimental consequences for them, as that cognitive dissonance will embed itself into their unconscious, where their sense-making will now literally go to war on itself. This is a very unique phenomenon. And as a consequence, they may begin to psychologically fragment, that is, they start to fall apart internally, with the risk of gradual onset of fear, paranoia, and actually potentially group psychosis. See, this is at the point where, for instance, the, the people of Germany in the 30s have started to just be good little Nazis. And these are just mainstream people. There, there's nothing particularly unique about them. The only thing is that they've never actually taken a brave and courageous stand in their life. They've always done what was expected of them. And that is how you start to be subsumed by this cult of the mainstream. So what about members of the Vanguard? Well, in my perception, members of the Vanguard look at the fringe with fascination. And at times the Vanguard may come to view people of the fringe as people who have entered the mouth of madness, like Perry in the Fisher King, Terry, Terry Gilliam's movie, for instance, like completely nuts, but he is he is basically revealing wisdoms that um, Jeff Bridges' character is transformed by. So, so, so this idea then of entering crazy time, you become nuts, has been widely recognized by indigenous cultures as a mark of shamanism. So early on in my life, I started to fear that I was losing it. Uh, it wasn't that early, actually. It was late teens, early 20s. And... And it was thanks to that dance with madness in my early 20s that I got to have certain skills that are actually very rare. So I was probably in some ways a member of the fringe back then, even though I wasn't a conspiracy theorist, but I had some of these fringe energies running through me. So it's important then to, to understand that people of the vanguard understands the wayward nature of the fringe. They do. But they are simultaneously too clued in to depth psychology and the mysterious ways of the human psychology. They're too clued into that to understand that the mad ones in our culture have access to a form of symbolic information that may actually at times justify deeper inquiry and exploration. We do well to listen to the crazy ones. We really do. And people and societies that don't listen to the crazy ones and instead put them through pharmaceutical intervention, those become deeply impoverished cultures with very little soul. So the vanguard knows that the cult of the mainstream is largely unable to differentiate them from the French. And yeah, I... I know this one in part from experience, thanks to the little story that I shared at the beginning. 
And yet their loyalty, or shall we say our loyalty, to truth empowers them to pay that price. At their best, members of the vanguard look at their prosecutors, basically people that pursue them and hunt them down, in the cult of the mainstream with compassion and understanding. But people in the vanguard are clearly also fallible and flawed, so do not expect perfection in any way. They may struggle, and at least initially, with sadness, loneliness, and concern for all of the loved ones that they have, that have um, entered the cult of the mainstream. You know, they, they tend to feel that, um, that they have lost them to some extent. Or maybe it's more true to say that they want them to join them in a pursuit of truth and sanity. But since people in the cult of the mainstream live inside of some kind of a trance, it's very hard to reach them. See? So, so this is where people in the vanguard have a dilemma. It's how can they demonstrate a higher road of truth and love to members of the cult of the mainstream without simultaneously being dismissed as fringe crackpots. And so then, having heard this, maybe you will see some things about the world with more clarity. Maybe you are someone that feels resonance with the vanguard. Yet you have experienced that people you know and love are very suspicious of the kinds of things that you share with them. You may find that you share very legitimate science, very legitimate um, studies with people in the cult of the mainstream, and yet they they just dismiss you as a conspiracy theorist, even though you have all of the facts on your side. But the facts that you are sharing are heterodox because you have gone outside of the mainstream sea. And this is like the lab leak theory, for instance. For a full year, it was considered to be a crackpot theory. And I covered this on a previous podcast. And now it's vindicated because some people in the vanguard were brave enough to keep pushing for the truth. And now the people in the cult of the mainstream have a challenge that they need to align with the reality that is being presented to them, or they need to deepen themselves into the internal inconsistencies and fragmentations connected with basically rejecting reality again and again. See? This is similar to what I was saying when people in the cult of the mainstream are actually rejecting people in the vanguard because simply it's, it's hard for them. The, it gives them a lot of cognitive dissonance. And, and, and now the, the lab leak theory will give them cognitive dissonance. Of course it will, because it's at a level of identity to them because they've been told for a full year by like CNN and MSNBC or whatever uh, that, oh no, no, lab leak theory is just, just a crackpot theory from some fringe people on the alt-right. And now... Holy shit, that turns out not to be the case. Because the vanguard has fucking done its job. And so this is what is starting to happen more and more. That the vanguard is revealing more and more information thanks to their impeccable commitment to truth. See? 
And you may be one of these people. How do you know whether you're a member of the fringe or you're a member of the vanguard? This is actually a very simple and elegant litmus test. What actually differentiates people in the vanguard from people in the fringe is that people in the fringe, they want their conspiracy theories to come true. They want them to come true. Because they have so much identity around being a member of the fringe. They're part of all kinds of subcultures on, I don't know, 4chan or on Telegram or whatever. And they're sharing all kinds of information that has given them a feeling of being part of a secret society of sorts. And so they actually want them to come true because then they're vindicated. And now they will be loved for being the brave people that actually were telling the truth all along. Yet people in the vanguard actually pray that none of it will come true. See, because the, the consequences of what they observe coming true are so devastating a lot of the time that they literally pray for that not to come true. And why are they able to be, shall we say, so unattached to what they see becoming manifest in the world? It's because this is not about identity for them. This is about pursuing truth. And to the extent that there is an identity, it's as a truth seeker. And being a truth seeker is uncomfortable as hell. Because any time I find information that actually contradicts what I already have installed in my framework, I will have to die and be reborn. And so that is part of the life of a member of the Vanguard, of being humbled again and again and again by truth, but also by being equated, compared with members of the fringe. And so, even though identity isn't the purpose of somebody who belongs to the vanguard, you may still want to know how you can join this group. Well, first of all, you really need to unplug from mainstream media. You really need to unplug from so many of the institutional channels of information because the level of corruption that is propagating through the world right now is unparalleled in any of our lifetimes. We live in a time where the, uh, the dark forces of the unconscious are really rising to the surface to be seen and to be integrated. And most people are not able to actually either see it or integrate it. And so it, it is coming to be that so many of our leaders are actually taken by the dark side. Actually, they are liars, they are deceivers, they play dirty power games and we have a desperate problem in our world with immature leaders. Egoic leaders that only think about their own power and their own affluence and don't give a shit about evolving the world into a better place.
I don't think this used to be anywhere close to as big of a problem, but there is something working its way through the collective psyche of humanity right now that is corrupting these people in a greater way than has happened before. So you have to unplug from those sources. See, the point of the vanguard is that they are sovereign people. And so their sense-making is their own responsibility. And so another thing that you have to do is that you need to do some seriously powerful shadow work. You need to come to terms with your own potential for evil and darkness. Because if you don't do that, you're fucked. In this day and age, if you don't do that, you're completely fucked in the sense that darkness will take you. I believe this is an almost guarantee in the coming years. If you don't face the darkness, darkness will take you. Because there is an emergence of archetypal energy in the world right now, just like Carl Jung observed prior to the Second World War. I tell you right now, and take this as a message from the vanguard, if you will, the forces moving in the collective right now are of a similar magnitude to the kind of forces that moved prior to World War II. It seems that things happening in an 80-year cycle, and it could be because all of the people, or most of the people at the very least, that experienced the horrors of the previous cycle are dead. And so the witnesses are gone. And so the dumb youngsters that have lost access to the wisdom of their lineage have to repeat the same mistakes. And so basically that's the end of what I have to share with you today. I will say this though, if you are attracted to becoming a part of the Vanguard, we are working on establishing new ways here in Reclaiming a Throne to pursue that. Now Reclaiming a Throne, the initiation has always been a first excellent step. This is how you do your shadow work as I told you earlier because you have to become responsible for your own experience. So the initiation that we have, the Reclaiming Your Throne initiation, is an important first step. But we're probably going to set up ways for you to learn how to fully step into the vanguard, because this vanguard, while it already has many people in it, we know here inside Reclaiming Your Throne what is required. We know the price that you have to pay to speak the truth. We know how you can be socially ostracized, and you can have all kinds of problems with family and all kinds of struggles. But if you actually are someone that feels that truth is more important to you than anything, and that you know that unless you actually start speaking truth and act accordingly into the world at this point in human evolution, then the, the price and the consequences for not doing that are going to be severe. So rest assured that if you stay inside of the field of reclaiming a throne, then we will provide eventually, I can't give you a timeline, but we will provide more and more material showing you how to join this elite group of sense makers, of agents of change, agents of creating a new and more beautiful world. And if that is inspiring to you, then stay in our field and you will get what you need. 
So I'm excited about this. This is a new passion of mine because I'm literally, well, I have to be thankful to the guy that uh, got me into this inquiry because it was it was through being flabbergasted by what he told me that I realized that there are cult-like ways that even very intelligent people are thinking these ways and 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 people people that actually say they're against conspiracy theories they are actually conspiracy theorists they just don't realize it because their conspiracy theories are very common and so that should be it for today let's return to nature so back at the bay here i'm sat watching with fascination this school of fish that is exuberantly just leaping all over the place. I was in the water earlier today and I could just go over to a fish. It was a lazy kind of fish. I couldn't believe that it didn't dart away, but I could just pick it up. And so I had this fish in my hands that I lifted up and it ran out of air, obviously. Ran out, ran out of oxygen, so I had to put it back down. So as I'm recording this, it's in the evening of Thursday, where I'm sat here preparing for the full podcast tomorrow. And um, even though you probably know as well as I do by now, maybe from listening to the podcasts, maybe maybe from other things, that we do live in pretty crazy times. But I'm super grateful to be where I am. And just sat here with the warm sun on my skin. All is good in the world. And ultimately, I do believe all will be good in the world. Though, we need to show up in a new way and speak the truth with a deep conviction and a lot of personal power. And I've come to experience in my life in general and also on this podcast that being in nature to recharge and to let go of some shit is just so, so helpful as we come to terms with what we're dealing with in the world right now with all of the polarization, with so many people being cultists and conspiracy theorists and having a very, very ungrounded, fragmentary relationship to reality. We have work on our hands. We really do. There's so many crazy people. What the hell? <laughs> what to do? But on the other hand, I, uh, I have a great deal of conviction and hope that this is going to turn out just fine so i'm gonna leave you with a blessing to just keep rising to keep believing that you have what it takes to be a part of the change of creating a new and more beautiful world for for us in humanity without all of these crazy dark forces that are playing out egoic forces extractionist forces yeah it's just time for this shit to be put an end to so let's agree to feed that intention and pursue that goal 
And uh, I'm grateful that you have chosen to spend this time with me yet again. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.